hear you just fine. Well, you're, it's this computer, but we're good. All right. What about uh, what's the second verse to Girl from Empanema? I never know. It's only that first part that I can do. First one is what? Tall and tan and young and lovely. The girl from Ipanema goes walking, and then she passes. Each one she passes. You're not going to sing, are you? No, uh-uh. Darn it, you know we're live. Darn it. I, uh, I tell you when we're yeah, live. Darn it. Darn I didn't, it. Get to, didn't get to do my intro. Came to do it now. You, hi, hi, everybody. This is Chad Molyneux. I hope you're doing well. Chad Molyneux. What would that be like? The shorter, more hairier version of, of uh, Stefan Molyneux? Yeah, but I'm not bald, so. Right, the more hairier version. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But, uh, um, I was cleaning golf clubs. Uh, in my kitchen sink because uh, have you ever golfed? Do you ever go golfing or no? Just the driving range. It's Just something the, I'd like to get into. It's, it's calming and soothing and <clears throat> I am very angry today. Why? But I'm on, just, just a shit ton of work. And the girlfriend was like 10 minutes late to lunch and girls don't, they don't understand. And see, it's, I got to learn to remember that, that that is the default standard nature of most women is time doesn't matter among among choosing shitty degrees not working as much uh taking off more time uh i would be very curious if punctuality cross i mean you can measure that for both you know tardiness both between men and women but i'm going to argue women are more tardy and uh, not on purpose i think they're truly just clueless about time they and and i'm like five minutes in my life I get fucking shit done. And it's just like, oh, well, it's in a way, in a way. listen, man, I got to defend your GF for a couple of reasons. One, yeah. she, li- she likes me more than you like me. Well, okay. Well, there's, and, there's an obvious bias in your defense. Yes. And two, she actually has a real job. Unlike us jokers. I, I, maybe the problem is I am always aiming for and expecting of others perfection. And but I just I I I think I was late maybe three times in my life because the Minneapolis bridge went out one time. There was a traffic they were all traffic related or something out of my control. It wasn't like I I uh, <clears throat> um, failed in one way or another. But I'm like, what did you have to do? Did you have something going on? Oh no, I just figured I'd finish it. Like no 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 no. This time means this time. It just it does it doesn't matter unless you know it's middle of some okay fine, you know eleven o'clock. What does that mean, Chad? Uh, be there at ten fifty nine. There you go. There. Ten fifty nine and fifty nine seconds. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. or ten fifty five. At at worst, it's eleven. Eleven is zero seconds. Here's um, where I'm going to give you a little bit of credit. Uh, you never in your whole life, except when you go to Vegas, I think, have to rely on public transportation. That's when it really gets fun about being on time. But then you, I guess you just got to catch that bus that's two hours earlier than maybe is necessary. Because when I catch the bus, you know, you got you to gotta back it up three hours <clears throat> because you got to get to the TSA uh, two hours before your flight. The bus takes an hour. And so that, then you're three hours back. What if you missed that bus? What if that bus is running ahead of schedule? I got to back it up for. And somehow I've never missed a flight. Never missed a flight. And um, I, it, people choose, consciously or not, 
they choose to either be on time or be late. And the people who choose to be late are inferior and is why they make less money and have more problems in life. I'm not saying it describes all the problems. My God, I got a recent request. This guy, his dick got him in way more problems, obviously, than being late. But if you if you're the oh, the the people who joke about okay I can understand oh yeah I shouldn't be late I, I I lost track of time all right I understand you're human you're not me uh but the fuckers make fun of it oh, like oh, I always late I run on my own time when people like give you a nickname like oh he runs on Johnson time because Johnson's always late like, oh you know what fuck Johnson and maybe we ought to drag him out in the street and shoot him because how many how many Millions of dollars has Johnson cost people in terms of delaying meetings, delaying production, delaying all this employment, delaying other economic production. I mean, and, and, and they don't they think it's funny. They think it's acute eccentricity. It's like, no, you're an inferior parasitic fuck. You're a time vampire. You consume other people's time because consciously or not, you think you're more valuable when in reality, you're less valuable than most people because you can't fucking stay on time. I have a question for you. You may ask. This actually happened last week. Hmm. So I set a 1 p.m. appointment with a client, okay? 1 p.m. Yes. They get there very early, something like 12, 12.35 or 12.40. Good. They are angry with me that I'm not at the office because I stepped out for lunch. And I, I planned it so that I would have lunch and be there a few minutes before 1 just to make sure that I'm on time. Mm -hmm. But they were actually pissed off that I wasn't there at 1235 or whatever. They, they are in the wrong. <clears throat> That's why I wanted your opinion. You can. The whole point of time is that we all agree to have our resources deploy at this precise moment in time. Um, if you get there beforehand, you know, okay, we got this much more time. You try and pack up all your other time with stuff to do till right about here. Okay, we'll get there at about that time. Uh, I think cell phones and internet technology is great because you can actually even use that time right up until the point you guys got to go. But any, yeah, if, if that person isn't that person's free to do whatever they want until that point in time. And if they're after that, they're late. Um, but they can't be angry at you just because you didn't show up because it wasn't time yet. So well, those were. people are now wasting their time. They were, that's why I was curious, you know, who's in the right. I think I'm in the right. Because you are I, in the right. Yeah. This is you being too nice again. No, I, I pushed back. I wasn't like, oh, sorry, your majesty. But I was curious how that fit into your, uh, your but situation. Why, why, would, when, why would you even question that? Why would you feel bad or, or even unsure about that? They were completely wrong. That's, that's I, I don't know. Is Western civilization common sense that far gone that someone who shows up 25 minutes before the uh, – um, uh, appointment time gets pissed off. The person's like, "Oh God, should I have shut?" No, fuck, it wasn't time yet. I, I mean, it, 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 does that make sense? Like, why would you? No, even no, no. it totally about? makes sense. I was just seeing if if you were in the exact same situation as my client, I would curious. Would you feel annoyed that you? Have I to would look at them. I say, "Yeah, well, fuck you. Your your fees just doubled, asshole." Like, you want? <laughs> I would. I would. It's great being a position of fuck you. Well, no, but I'm saying you say, say you were my client, right? Yeah. And you arrived 20 minutes early and I'm not yeah. there. You wouldn't be angry, right? No, God, no. Okay. I mean, it's not time yet. Okay. Yeah, because, but apparently I'm one of the few people that has this brain where I understand time. Me and John Steele understand time. Me and military men understand time. 
Uh, although I know some guys who dropped out of the military or didn't drop out. They, they got out one way or another. And they love being late because they hated being on time all the time. Uh, but, yeah, I wouldn't be upset. I'd be like, it ain't time yet. I'd be twiddling on my phone or my laptop getting shit done. Yeah, I don't get pissed off at the plane because I showed up two hours early because of TSA. I'm like, why is it the plane ready to go? I'm here. We should all go <laughs> now. I mean, it's not time yet. Well, dude, my favorite is, is during tax season when time is really at a premium here. Yeah. Somebody decides to be a half hour late. So you only get an hour in my office and they're a half hour late and they expect me to get it done and screw up everybody who's after them. No, no. I tell them to go home and we'll reschedule. I've had yep. to do that a few times. You should get to the point. I, you really got to have, you know, kind of like, I don't know if you read through Asshole Consulting's website. It's fuck you and fuck you and fuck this and fuck that. And if you do A, well, then fuck you three times more and your mother if she's got big tits and is hot and is under the age of 40. But otherwise, fuck her too, but not in the real sense, the metaphorical sense, where it trains them in. Man, I wonder if my mom is watching this. <laughs> I, I, I tagged her and I'm like, hey, tune in. <laughs> your dad likes me cursing more. I don't have your dad's handle on the internet. I don't even know if he's got social media or not. Oh, uh, he's on Facebook. Yeah. No, I'm just also in an extra spectacularly angry mood. But um, it seems like it, yeah. Yeah. But when you get clients for the first time, I think if you spend 15 minutes training them and are a complete dick, like asshole accountant, okay, they know. See, they know. Uh, and they will show up on time. Like, let me explain something to you how this works. My time is incredibly fucking valuable to me. If you don't understand the IRS demands their goddamn money by April 15th midnight and you can't show up on time, well, fuck you. And by the way, I'm going to keep your goddamn money and there's late fees. Da, 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 da. Now, if you work with me and you're on time, and you're not a fucking idiot. And you do what I say. You read through my goddamn emails and you follow it to the letter. You and I will have an outstanding relationship and I will be not only a very good accountant, but a good and affordable accountant. You fuck with me. You act like every other fucking moron out there. Then it's going to be very expensive and very painful. And that's why I'm recording this conversation so that if you're late, I can like how you save your emails and all that. Yeah, dude, you're going to scare away 90% of the people. But the 10% that stays are going to be so easy and so low maintenance and like profitable. I, you know, you just, you just got to be a dick. Just got to be, a, and even a dick, just a pissed off guy who's sick and tired of dealing with the fucking morons in this society. I can be a dick sometimes. Trust me. Dude, you've never been angry in your life. I don't think, I mean, if you were, you, you were like, you know, a cartoon character like Dag Nabbit and Curses Drat. Ooh, Ooh, talk, I'm, talk to. Talk to cuddle welcomes. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. She would drive anyone insane. That that <laughs> dude, I actually had a no call, no show on Friday. Like yeah. I went got up, went to the gym, you know, decided I'd go into the office a little early. I waited for this guy. Didn't even show, didn't even call. And when I emailed him later to be like, where the hell were you? I got yeah. no reply. That will yeah. happen sometimes. Yeah, no, that'll happen sometimes. Yeah, no, that's why <clears throat> I don't know. It's probably impossible, not possible to uh, like, yeah, we got a deposit on your meeting in case you don't show up. Like I take a retainer for meetings, a $10 retainer. It's One like, of our friends who's a dentist has that problem a lot. And so I said, why can't you, you know, charge for, you can say that they came and he's like, no, because then they won't pay it. 
So there's not really much you can do. Yeah, no, that's it. Client selection is vital. It's absolutely vital. Uh, and client maintenance and, and uh, babysitting is also vital. So you got some vital stuff going on there, Chief, or what? No, I'm just silencing this. Oh, so um, we got to kind of chumma chumma today because guess what I'm short on? Uh, money? No. <laughs> I don't I'm, I'm always short on that. I, uh, I got I, this number. Uh-huh. We're, both, we're both short on that. So oh, uh, Elkins made it funny, everybody. And he did it all by himself. He did it all by his very yeah, self. I'm, I'm making fun of myself by saying it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't have time. I got to go and hit the links. Here's how bad it was. Here's how bad it was. You know how I don't like spending a lot of money on on golf, right? I always like to get, you know, when it's raining, I'll go. On a Monday morning, I'll go. When it's cold, I'll go because you get good cheap. I use, I try to get it to a dollar a hole. It's pretty hard to do that. Usually you're paying a buck twenty-five, a buck fifty. <clears throat> I paid sixty dollars to go golfing this afternoon because there's been that much work. I've made that much money on Ansel Consulting. And uh, clients have actually been good. They've been been efficient and succinct and precise. Um, but it's just like I wake up and it's fucking off to the races. There's no like sit and kind of wake up a little bit and have coffee. If you look at my videos today, I'm all. Um, but we gotta we gotta bang out this stuff uh, because guess what we have to do for the older brother hour. Oh, you sent them to me. I yeah, know exactly we got. <clears throat> we got Elkin's specific requests. Uh, let's do the one from Andrew. You ready? Um, can we just do the super chats first? Let's oh just- yeah, let's let's knock that out. I'm sorry, let's get to those guys so we don't get too far behind. Okay. Well, the first one, um, who do you think loves us so much that they're going to be the first one to give you us? You know, a- for a guy who works all the time and is in school, school all the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what what is what is does he have his earphones constantly in? I'm gonna guess it's our good uh, Mexican buddy Atham. It is, and for two dollars, he says. Claire equal chaparrito enojado, which means mad little guy. <laughs> I am. I am a very, I am fucking Napoleon today. Wasn't Hitler short too? Hitler? I don't, I, um, I don't know. It's a good question. I'm not, I'm not Napoleon level angry. I'm Hitler level angry. Not yet Stalin. Not yet Stalin, but I'm pretty freaking angry today. So um, there's nothing really to be angry about except a little bit of tardiness for my girlfriend, but all this fucking work. So, And I'm going to defend your GF. I know I love her to death too, but it's, it's just, and I know perfection is the enemy of good, but it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. You know, I look, I understand. I know it's going to sound very arrogant. I understand I operate at the SR 71 blackbird level and most people are still around cargo transport days. Some don't even get off the ground, but I, I'd like occasionally an F-15 to get up there. I'd like occasionally to see a MiG-29 fulcrum. Like, come on, guys. Let's get above the speed of sound. Let's get above 30,000 feet. Can we? Can we? I'm not asking everybody to go Mach 4. But for fuck's sake, people, let's just at least break the sound barrier. Well, I, will, be, I will white knight for the good old GF. You may. You yeah. may. Continue. All right. Um, for $1.99, we've got nonstop Dre 360. And this is for you. He says you should do a show with Turd Flinging Monkey. Do you know who that? You know who that is. I right? know. Um, and I think he was one of the guys I, I accidentally tweeted out uh, personal information or, or their images or something. I even I wasn't paying it. This is like four or five years ago, and I, or maybe he wasn't. He's one of those uh, the cabals, the main guys in the MGTOW community. Um, 
I don't think you doxed him at all. Like, I kind of remember that. Well, I didn't mean to do it anyway. Somebody sent a tweet, and I was arguing, like, I'm sick and tired of this. Is back in the day when I said you should stop abusing MGTOW, and then all the MGTOW, Virgin Tiles, not the real MGTOW, yeah. the Virgin Tiles got pissed off. Um, and I'm like, fuck you. I'm sick and tired. Of I'm sure between behind your avatar, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, whether he was one of those guys or not, um, someone sent me a video. He he's listening to this and he paid me to listen to him. I'm like, okay, I will. And I'm like, wow, this guy's really good. Um, and he's an economist, I think, too, because uh, he was very well-versed in economics. He's very well-spoken. I'm like, oh, I'm going to tune into this. And then he talks about his sex doll. I'm like, what? And, he, and oh, that's right. He's gotten into that. Needle right off the fucking record. You know, it's like listening to somebody like, yeah, going, it happens multiple, this and that and that and that. If it weren't for all the goddamn bleepers and bleeps and the and the Jews and other racial epithets and blah, we just kill them all, then we'd have a balanced budget. I'm like, whoa, okay. And so, um, I, I guess everybody's got an eccentricity, but yeah, I mean, he's he's really good. Um, very philosophical when I listen to him. Very, but I just can't get over that sex doll thing. I'm just kind of like. And it's it's like, look, if it was a very advanced masturbation toy, you got your kinks on cool. Like if it was a fetish, uh, all right, you know, different strokes, different folks. I'm, I'm not going to judge. But he actually has a relationship with it. Like he has a, a, like an emotional attachment. And I'm kind of like, dude, dude, that's not that's not a human. Do you remember the old Red Man group? I think you were in it once or twice. Old, it's, it, it only died two weeks ago. Yeah, how can I forget? It's, well, I think he was on there too one time. Two he was, he was. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, because I, and it's that'd be an interesting observation. You know, what, Henry Ford hated the Jews. Walt Disney hated the Jews too. Maybe <laughs> that's not true. I heard some stuff. What I'm saying is, you know, show me a genius, show me someone who's talented, show me someone who's, who's artistic or whatever. They, they're a great capacity and quality of a human in this one regard, but they don't have some kind of other flaw that, that you're kind of like, what? And, and I guess, you know, okay, so he's got a sex doll. It, it's not hurting anyone. Um, but it, it kind of makes me wonder like, well, how can you be so logical and commonsensical and airtight? in your logic and arguing, but then there seems to be an escaping flaw that you don't realize that's not a human unless, and, and maybe, maybe he could, he, he's got videos out there explaining that, that gap, but that's the one thing that could definitely interesting. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Blah, blah, blah. Sex doll. I mean, if anything, maybe it helps him sell more, you know, cause that certainly is going to raise some eyebrows. Did those guys kind of get on him about that? I don't remember this episode. Did you they, see that? They or? did. And they asked him, um, but I was only half listening because I was doing something else. I can't remember. Um, but they were polite and civil. They were like, oh, look at you, you sex doll. I think they kind of were like, dude, okay, ha is it that bad? I mean, what's the reason and the rationalization? And I think his his general point or argument was it's healthier to be in this relationship than a real one, which – you kind of you you gotta really think like yeah. Let me ask you this, Chad. W let's say you had spent your three years with a sex doll instead of cuddle wookums. <laughs> I'm curious. It's a great oh, question. Oh man, would that not have been healthier? From an emotional standpoint, probably. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I wonder. I mean, the, it's uh, it's 
interesting times, man. But that that kind of I could see the logical argument. There's a couple gals where it's like, if I had just spent the time with the sex doll instead of you, yeah, that'd be really freaky and weird. But boy, would I be in a better mental state and a couple dollars richer too. By the way, I might add. I mean, so maybe maybe he he's on the future. Maybe I just. Sorry, I need a human. I need a human that can occasionally be off time and late a little bit. That was funny that time you did that YouTube video where you said for like 10 minutes straight, look, I like women. I'm telling you guys, I like women. It was a response to like somebody who was being hateful and was saying forget all women or something. MGTOW? I like women, yeah. yeah. But I'm not seeing that. I'm catching a little bit of guff. Not a lot. It's constructive guff and criticism on the, the two videos I did about trying to assess whether or not, you know, do women really, all I, all I introduced was the concept of <clears throat> if women were dependent upon men and they really didn't like having sex as much as men, could we argue that on a, on a genetic level, women never really wanted men that much. Maybe they want men a little bit, but not as much as men wanted women. And it gets tiring and annoying. And that now that they have the state kind of taking care of everything and make work government jobs and corporate welfare and all this other stuff, uh, they don't need guys. And now we just see what the underlying genetic reality has always been. Not to say yeah. some women don't won't fall in love, uh, but it, it's kind of like that. It's like, yeah, I like women, uh, but only the ones that will like me back because, well, you can't <laughs> really like the ones that don't want to have anything to do with you. Then that's that's at best pining and having a crush at worst is stalking um I mean, they, I, they make up the majority of my client base believe it or not women yeah see i have a lot of therapists and hairstylists those are most well, don't forget your your webcam girls too <laughs> yeah i don't have any uh male members who uh do that for because no one wants to see us naked that's no one wants to see us naked Although I do have one YouTube personality, just one. I wonder who that is. Well, he's probably <laughs> Dickens, but I bet you he's on fucking time all the time with his checks, his data, and meeting you. I bet you he's always punctual. Have to say, you uh, you are the first one to do everything. <laughs> yep, I am. Jay Clary, how do you do it? I wish we could be like you. I don't know. Step one, be on time. How? Let's start there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Here's step two. You know what step two is? To to I'm not I'm not fucking Bill Gates. I'm not making billions of dollars. Matter of fact, the majority of my wealth comes from the fact of budgeting and minimalism and discipline. So it's not my. Do you do you know what the number two thing is on top of being on time? Writing big block emails, which piss everybody off. Close. That's my third <laughs> secret weapon. I I do what I said I was going to do. That's the other thing. Ah, DT is shocked. He shocked. Gee, you're Johnny on the spot. You say you're going to do it and you do it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, who are the people saying they're going to do something and don't? Why even say it if you're not going to do it? Well, I told you, people are always saying what they're going to do. And you're right. one of the only ones that actually freaking did it. But so perhaps I'm being too literal. Why say you're going to do it if you're not going to do it? Everybody. It, maybe you're, you might do it. Say, I might do that someday. I might do that. I might go there. I might do this. Don't say I'm going to do it. And then you never do it. Yeah. No, I'm with you. A lot of people do this. So. All right. Next one. Next one. Okay. This next one is from Charles Mack. And he's oh, Charlie for $2. He says, greetings from the real IT job, gentlemen. So he must be at work. Yes. I bet you Charlie 
is very acutely aware of this uh, literal world in the IT world where like you have to be on time, do what you say you're going to do because computers don't maybe show up. The code doesn't sometimes work. I, I, that's one thing I loved about IT when I, was, when I was kind of studying it. It was like, oh, this shit either works or it don't. And if it doesn't, guess who's at fault? Uh, you? Me, right. It's, yeah. it's, it's very simple to, to test, to diagnose where the problem is. Like, I'm the problem again. I didn't get it right. So. Um, it's good to hear from Charlie. Yeah, thanks so much. Uh, and so for $4.99, this is nonstop Dre 360 again. And I think you've talked about this before. Your opinion on Hard Times Create Strong Men by Stefan Arneo. He has an audiobook version and keep up the great work, gents. Have you ever read that or talked about no, that? No, no. I'm at, I've I'm, heard it somewhere. Yeah, I, I, well, that, that's, that's a common philosophy and it's 100% true. <clears throat> it's, you see it in, in physics. How you got coal? What what value does coal have? Coal, um, coal. lump of coal. Uh, for Christmas, it has infinite value, but uh, doesn't <laughs> put a lump of coal a coal in your stocking. No, I, I don't. It doesn't have that much. It uh, doesn't do any right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's say you hit it with a hammer, turn it into coal dust. Does that have any value? Uh, no. All right. What if you put it through in an amazingly torturous time with? millions of pounds of pressure and temperature. You're saying, would it have value then? Yeah, would it have value then? I think it's starting to get value at that point. Why? Why? What happens at the end of that process? It becomes useful. Why? What does the coal become? It becomes fuel, doesn't it? Or nope. Coal? Coal. Everybody in the chat room probably knows it. You apply enough pressure and temperature to coal, it will turn into a diamond. It'll metamorphosize. Oh, that what it is? Okay. That's what it is. And humans, the laws of physics, chemistry, and that, you put something through enough of a difficult pressuring time, it will change into something. Steel, same thing. Iron, you melt it down, you add carbon, you forge it, uh, you apply an amazing amount of heat, it comes out stronger as steel. Humans are the same way. You lie around like a millennial soy boy, majoring in political science, wearing, I'm a male feminist. Uh, you got no arms. You get in, you go into the gym. You can't even bench press your own weight. <clears throat> you go in there and you endure, and you spend four hours a day at the gym, uh, working on different muscles, alternating, eating the right thing. That is a torturous experience. But when you come out, you're stronger, faster, better, harder than the other guy. And humans, it's the same thing. Soft times create soft good times. Sorry, good times create soft men. Soft men create bad times. Bad times, uh, bad times, hard times create. Strong men, strong men create good times. It's the same thing all over again. So he's 100% right. I don't need to read the book unless someone wants to pay me an egregious sum of money to read the book. So we're basically in the decline, right? Like We are in the good times have created generations of soft men. Right. We should have cycled through this like a Venezuela or a collapse like the Soviet Union uh, where a powerful, strong figure like Vladimir Putin would have showed up, but we haven't because we've had the world's reserve currency and the world's largest military. So we've had perpetually good times and perpetually weak people. I'd say starting from the baby boomers on. So now Gen Z will be the fourth generation of weak people. Well, or soft men. Let me see that. I may check that book out. It's called Hard Times Create Strong Men by Stefan Arnio. I'll check it out. Yeah, check it out. Um, all righty. Here's a neat one for five British pounds. That's um, good. That's like seven, eight bucks. 
Yeah. That's like, that's a third of a poke bowl there, Chad. Oh man, I'm going to get me my poke bowl. My man, if we get enough super chats, I'll pay for my golf today and I'll get enough for a poke bowl with, well, with extra ginger. I'll get the extra ginger. That's an extra dollar when you order the extra ginger. Remember the GF is going to want one too. So, <laughs> well, you know, what's great about working from home. What's that? Well, you wait till she goes to work. Then you go get your poke bowl yourself. You don't tell her. And then she'll, what? Yeah, I just had a sandwich at home. I just did it. <laughs> In the garbage, they're going to find it. I've, I've gotten busted myself where, like, I'll, I'll sin and I'll have a McDonald's. Like, oh, I see someone went to McDonald's today. I'm like, oh, that, that, was, that was Tony. Tony came over with his McDonald's and ate it here. I had broccoli. And somehow she doesn't believe me. I'm just so glad I live alone again. I, I... <laughs> It's not that bad. It isn't that bad. Because the, the early days are like, did you do this? I'm like, yes. Why the, hey, bitch, whose house is it? That's what I thought. Thank you. <laughs> that I snipped that in the bud early. I dated enough girls. I I wasn't without my Cuddle Wilkins experiences. Um, but I, I got like, I learned like after the first hit on the head, I didn't stick in hell for three years. You weren't like, hey, let's try living together and see what that does. I was not like that. No, that much I did know. That's... Um, All right, what else? Well, so the, uh, for $5, his name is R-O-F-L-M-A-O-S-H. Uh, it's just acronyms for rolling on the floor laughing. Yeah, shit is moage or something. He says, yo, cat, I'm out of the UK and in Switzerland. Thanks for the advice. Should I get a car to save 40 minutes a day of commute for 15K? One salary, yeah, or salary, and he's got fifty thousand dollars saved. I think he's trying to figure out if he should buy a car to save on commuting costs or just continue. Is, is it forty minutes one way or two way? He just says forty minutes per day, but it's probably each way, you know. No, if you said per day, that means round trip. Well, so he's saying 40... to save that. I don't think it's worth. If it's round trip, I don't think you should get. What a does car. he make per hour? If he makes a hundred dollars or hundred pounds an hour, yeah, that's totally worth it. Well, he doesn't make yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It depends. I mean, he could do a cost benefit analysis of that. Uh, I'm gonna one up it and give him even better advice. What in F's and are cars that expensive in the United Kingdom? You gotta drop fifteen thousand dollars on one. Well, remember, this is fifteen thousand pounds. Oh God, that's right. It's like twenty grand U.S. Yeah, there's gotta be there's gotta be a cheaper car, dude. That's a problem here. I'm I'm kind of appalled at the lack of you know regular royal followers who who you know brothers in arms you know held you know great guys. Um, Cap, so I'm looking at an eleven thousand dollar car. I've never bought an eleven thousand dollar car. The most I've ever spent on a car was six thousand dollars, and I found you just go on the internet, guys, and you look for a good used cheap car um these cars are as bad of a threat especially to men because you think you gotta have the car to get the girls yeah. they're just as bad as student loans at least in the u.s because the united kingdom's everything free because they got a socialist utopia over there dude you can find a cheaper car all right yeah. and then if if you can't if cars are really that expensive oh my god another reason not to live in europe and their their gas or petrol as they call it is is I, you Americans have such cheap gas. No, 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 no. You European dumb motherfuckers have way too expensive gas. Way too expensive. Um, I got a good asshole com 
Like, have you ever done a, a video about how do I buy a used car? Has anybody? Ever I seen am. It, have you right done that? Right here. Hang on. I got a whole chapter. Not only have I done multiple videos, I got a chapter in Bachelor Pad Economics for it. Right. It's even on the internet. I think if you can, because I used it as like a sales one. Uh, cars and transportation, chapter nine, page two ninety. Okay, that's good. Hey, I'm not kidding. This book alone. You guys, for chapter nine, you will earn back a thousand times the price you pay for this book. I have it on Kindle. It's a good read. It is a good read. It's, it's a great book. <laughs> it would solve all the world's financial problems if people would just read it. And what else, Chad? Read it and? Well, you want to actually follow the advice. Follow here. the advice, yes. That's like taking your homework home but not doing the homework. It doesn't count. So do you agree that he should not buy a car then if it's going to cost that? Not much? that price. Unless, again, yeah. if he if he's a big-time dude and he's making 200 pounds, 200 pound, 1,000 pounds a year, yeah, I get it because your time's worth it. But if you're making 10 pounds an hour, God almighty, no. Just no. And obviously I'm biased because I don't, I don't drive. I don't have a car. But, yeah. Um, and I feel like you have better public transportation infrastructure in Europe. So I don't it, know. Yeah. All right, next. All right, next is Atham. Chad doesn't look like he was attacked by rabid raccoon. Well, thank you. <laughs> that was for $2. That's like, you know, I, I, that means a lot, Atham. And I wanted to say something else. I meant to tell you this on Facebook chat. I know you're working 1,000 hours a week and you're doing, you know, 10,000 hours of school credit. But if by some miracle you get a couple days off in July – I want you to join me at my celebration, which is probably not a chance you can. If do. only there was like a place that had cheap flights that everybody likes to go to, and I had a Southern Command there, and we could just party there. And maybe there are these institutions that serve booze. If only they're in the middle of the desert and had everything you wanted twenty four seven. If only there was a place like that to have a celebration. Yeah, just throwing it out there. Uh huh. Um, uh huh. All right. All right. So what th else? Th thank you for the compliment, Ethan. Um. Or the insult. <laughs> um, all pro Lemonton for $2. Actually, this is a great one for you. Okay. He says, I don't charge my girlfriend rent. Is that good or bad? That is bad. That is bad. I, I think it's bad, too. This is like training yeah. a dog. I let the dog shit and piss on the carpet. Well, that's kind of bad. Because then they'll grow to expect it. I charge the girlfriend rent. Absolutely. If if I've bought a couple dinners, um, I'll, I'll look at him like, hey, thanks, babe. Like when the bill comes, I'll just let it sit there. I'm like, thanks, babe. And then, oh, okay, yeah. And you got to be on it because girls, they'll always default. They'll always default. That's, but yeah, you absolutely charge your girlfriend rent. I mean, it's did, did, here's the problem. Did you set that precedent? Or is it now that she's like six months into the lease with you and now you get to start charging her rent? Yeah, and the other thing... um. Does she, he doesn't really say here, I guess, but you want to see if she has like a real job or if she's, you know, kind of a mooch. It's, it doesn't matter if she has a real job or not. You cover your half of the goddamn expenses. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. And on top of it, not only does that make logical sense, like being on time and doing what you say you're going to do uh, with all this rah-rah feminism bullshit. I've heard since like I was fucking seven years old. You damn right, motherfuckers. You treat women like equal. You shove equality up their goddamn ass. You treat them like a guy because that's what they've been asking for. That's what they demand. By God, then you give it to them because you'd be sexist otherwise not to.
Yeah. That's, uh, I've been now, in you, that- know, you don't want to be a sexist. So, yeah, she covers her ass. She carries her weight. Okay. But you see, I want I want to be a strong, independent woman here, but then I kind of be a traditional girl where I want the guy to ask me out and pay for my dates and propose to me and and pay for my student loans and save me like the. But then when it comes to the, then I gotta be. Oh, shut up. Well, for what it's worth, the chat really agrees with us on that one. Oh yeah, you you. And it's not you charging your girlfriend rent. It's your landlord charging your girlfriend rent. Well, he might be the landlord, too. Like, it might be his. It landlord. could be. Then you charge a rent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all righty. Atham, big spender. Yeah. Um, $6.66 from Atham. <laughs> um, he says, one more week and my summer class is over. Kudos to Alex at Academic Com- Composition, wink, wink. Ah. You write your papers on time. <laughs> Don't ask me how I know. <laughs> Good yeah. old Alex. Oh. Years ago, I, I helped. I got involved with that. Uh, yeah, definitely. I've met Alex. He's an interesting yeah. character. He, mm. he reminds me that the world needs more strong fathers to beat their sons. That's basically what I remember. Very <laughs> sharp entrepreneur, though. Very sharp. I agree. Yeah. 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 All right. What else? We got to get through these because we got to get to asshole consulting. I got to go go and afford me some pokey bowl because all these super chats are coming in. It is good. Oh, it's going to be good pokey. Is that before or after you golf? Uh-huh. This will be uh, tomorrow when the girlfriend's not around. Then I sneak off. Look, other guys sneak off and get drunk. Some guys sneak off, have a girl on the side. I sneak off and I get McDonald's or pokey bowl. That's what I do. I'm going to tell on you in the group. You chat. know what? You go oh, ahead and do that. And I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to look up schnookawookums and I'm going to make your life hell. That would actually be really funny. Um, no, it would be tort. No, I wouldn't do it to you. There's no way I wouldn't do anything to you. All righty. Well, nonstop Dre for uh, 360 for $1.99. I'm not sure I get this. If you were 22, six foot one today, would you bother dating? Six foot one is a great height to be if you're 22. What, what age? A 22. Look, I would bother dating at any age. The question is, how much effort do you want to put into it? Uh, and an interesting phenomenon, Chad, you and I know several people who use the site-seeking arrangement. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it makes economic sense. It's cheaper. It's more effective. You save 95. Your, your time savings alone have got to be 95% over trying to hunt down a date in the real world. Um, uh, and, and dating traditionally is... is uh, that's another way to do it is why well, I'm for, I'm for dating girls. The issue is how much time and investment and calories of energy you want to expend on it, <clears throat> which is why I'm trying to assess the actual demand and feasibility women uh, interest. I'm trying to assess the interest women have in men based on how much you look, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's not that good. That doesn't mean you don't date women. If there's a cute, look guys, it doesn't take any effort and energy to ask a girl out especially in the real world, had a client. He wanted to know if he should ask out the receptionist at a place he has to go to a couple more times. I'm like, yeah, develop a report da, 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 while she's there and be charming. And on your last appointment, ask her on a date. That, that takes like two seconds. Hey, you want to go out sometime? Cool. Give me your number. Oh, you got a boyfriend? Well, if anyone goes on the critical list, let me know. Exit stage right. Hey, bring him along. <laughs> no. I know, I know. No, no, no. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pro-dating. Just don't, don't obsess about women. Don't put them at the center 
that, that everyone takes it so extreme. Like I'm MGTOW and fuck the girls and the whores and da da da. And then or I'm nothing. Why without a girl? I just need a woman. Uh, I'm living in my basement. How do I get a? Why can't I order a girlfriend like I order pizza on Uber Eats to my basement? It'll be called Uber Teats. Get it? Huh? Huh? Uber Teats. Uber Teats. Huh? See what I did there? Huh? Dad. I actually got to tell you something real quick. It's a little bit annoying. There's certain people you know. Obviously, I'm not going to say who. Right. It's actually really irritating to hang out with them, and I try not to do it that often because they're just obsessed with like going out and picking up chicks, and that's the only thing they talk about, and it gets kind of boring. And well, but, but here, here's let's, let's try to be open minded. Yeah. Very few things piss me off in life. Being late's one of them. You gotta understand where people are in their life. Like a 21 year old horn dog, I understand why he wants to chase after girls. A guy who was dating a psychopath and wasn't getting any. I, I remember a guy where I used to live in the WBL. He recently got divorced and he was chasing tail and having a grand old time. I mean, he was just, I think he was just happy, you know, he could talk to another woman, let alone maybe have sex with her. So, you know, just because you and I have gone through the ringer of data play, it doesn't mean other people are at that stage, but no. it can be, it can be annoying if that's all they talk about all the time. Yeah. That yeah. was, that was my point. Like there's, and I hate admitting this. I don't always, I, I don't always get back to them or try to hang out with them all that much because it's just kind of annoying. Sometimes yeah. you just want to have a beer and chat instead of talk about Tinder the whole well, time. And I, I'd like to, I'd like to write, I have probably a hundred posts on economics and philosophy I could write. You know why I don't? Uh, I, do you think there's an audience? There's not an audience. Or? People yeah. want to hear. Now I could combine economics with this dating and all that because the pursuit of women, women in general, are the largest economic market in the world. I don't mean their purchasing power. I mean what men will go through to pursue them. So I kind of get my economic kick and fix out of that and use economics to explain the dating market or sexual market or marriage market. Um, but yeah, yeah, I've said this before, you know what I'd really like to write? Uh, I can't remember what you said. It was a comic book. There's a oh, comic, yeah, comic book, book. book and there's yeah. a, there's another book that has nothing to do with, so it's a Western shootout that I want to write, but I, the money's not there. You know? hope you know how to, to draw. That sounds tough. Oh, were you, there's that a Western shoot 'em up joke and comic book joke at the same time. You got my pun. I'm so oh, proud of you. Okay. All right. <laughs> Um, okay. See if you get your share of super chats this time. <laughs> well, we got a, we got another one here. Um, what the hell kind of currency is CHF? You ever see I that? Think one? That's uh Swiss francs. Swiss. Yeah. This is uh, the same guy. Uh, ROFL, the, the one guy who asked about yeah, the yeah. car says he's in Switzerland. Now he gets a hundred dollars per hour. 15 K is one salary. I think he means one month's salary. Does that, yeah, yeah. At, at that level, yeah, afford yourself that luxury. I, I'd still do. You could find something cheaper. Hang on, let me look up what the average price of a car is in Switzerland. And I'd be curious how much. I'm going to do a currency comp comparison to that. I'm curious. So one CHF to dollars Swiss francs. The average price of a car. How much does it cost to operate a car? Oh, wow, they're about equal. Do you know one Swiss franc equals 1.03 United States dollar? I uh, invested in Swiss francs before the foreign uh, housing crisis collapsed. I made damn well near 50% until Switzerland decided to devalue their currency, those fuckers. Yeah, right. it's right on par with the dollar. Now. <clears throat> yeah, they're, they're export, big export country. 
I know it sounds stupid, but they export a lot of cheese and dairy product and chocolate. Swiss, and, Swiss Army knives. <laughs> well, uh, a lot of watches. No, seriously. They watches. Know if I didn't, yeah. Uh, you know, YouTube, just or internet, just give me a fucking price. Yeah. Average price of a car in Switzerland. Break it down. Owning a car in Switzerland. Looking to keep up, up, up practice. Spells it with the S-E. I mean, you were there. Isn't it kind of annoying to drive there with, like, roads that don't no, make sense? The roads, the roads were fine. Uh, Italy drove me nuts. Oh, it was Italy, the, yeah. Switzerland's roads were fine. Um, until you get into, like, Zurich or an old big town. Parking spot maintenance. You know, they give you every operational expense except the goddamn price of the car. Uh, it's It's worth it at his price or is it his income level, but please try and find a cheaper car. That just seems incredibly expensive for a little, I mean, you could probably find a Fiat. We drove one. We rented it out of Zurich. It was like a Fiat two or some dinky little trash can. And it was more than adequate to get you around. You got to be able to find something cheap there. And they ride, they drive on the right side of the road there, right? Yep. They drive on the correct side of the road. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I think that was, well. So, what do you think? Should he still get a car? Yeah, at fifteen, at fifteen thousand or less, don't go more. Um, but come on, do some hunting around for for three hours of labor. You could find a way cheaper car, probably with the exact same miles. Maybe maybe it's different here in the United States, and maybe that is cheap in Switzerland. But um, I it, I just surmise he could he could find a lot cheaper and better, or just find one like what you did, which didn't have an air conditioner. <laughs> hey, you know what? I mean, that is a compliment. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I hope so. I'll, yeah. uh, I'm not the idiot that I dude, the amount of guff and flack I caught for driving my Kia Rio that did yeah. not have air conditioning all the way down to Vegas. And I was like 115, like, I'm not the idiot driving LA. Oh yeah, I'm not the idiot that's still in debt and can't go nowhere. <laughs> um oh my goodness, Nick Schulener, you don't have to do that, man. Um nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Oh, Pokey Bowl time. Ooh. That's what he said. He said, here's my contribution Pokey to the Pokey Bowl time. Remember to review Reconnaissance Man. I ain't giving up on the ads just yet. Lastly, are we getting to a point where dude bros are overall better than nerds? I don't know about that. Ooh, that's a good question. Because uh, the nerd, well, see, I, dude bros are dude bros, right? Yeah. There's not a fake dude bro. Because by definition, dude bros are fake. Yeah. But in nerd world, there's real nerds, and then there's fake nerds. Like the girls who are like gamer girls. I'm a gamer. I love video games. Really? What game did you play? Uh, Tetris? And it's like, no, get the fuck out of here. Well, um, well Nick, Nick followed up. He said, with the collapse of Dungeons and Dragons and most of the other nerdy things, he's starting to lean towards becoming a dude bro. Well, how? Okay, there's so many things going on here. <laughs> one <clears throat> real nerds and geeks support themselves are smarter may, and maybe they died out with gen x as we matured and got older and just made money and supported ourselves and with the millennials like it's popular to be a geek it's popular to be a nerd so you fake being a nerd look i'm a girl i have glasses i'm so geeking out and, and then you got a guy who can't he's he's not really smart at anything but he 
like the, the video gaming is like really good at video gaming. Dude, I'm a nerd. I'm such a geek. It's like, I don't know, just because you watch movies and you play video games a lot, that makes you a real nerd. Or there's got to be an intelligence. You got to be a specialist in something. And it's not marching band. Okay. It, it's IT. It's numbers. It's math. It's engineering. It's something that's a benefit to society. That's, that's the comeback. That's, that's, that's your sacrifice now to succeed down the road. So when it's then becomes something that's popular, now you got to suss out who actually is a real nerd and a geek and is going to make $100,000 and produce something of value of society versus who's just some idiot on the internet claiming to be a nerd or a geek. And then who's, who's in uh, Spurgville who is just simply socially inept? Uh, actually either having legitimate mental disorder or faking it because they just don't want to deal with work or anything like that uh, and, and cannot function in society. Well, they're not mutually I, exclusive, are they? Nerds and dude bros? Like, there are some combinations. Yeah, I'd have to say they are mutually exclusive. Are they? Dude, dude bros are all fake. Like, dude bro, they're all show. They're, they're bluffers. That's the, that's the defining trait of a, of a dude, bro, is he's a bluffer. He's bluffing. He doesn't actually have the money. He doesn't actually own that car. He can probably, the one thing they don't bluff, well, some of them still do, but what some of them <clears throat> legitimately present is, okay, they do go to the gym and they are physically fit, so they're not bluffing there, but their job, their income, their assets, I'm running a business, uh, their hair, their sunglasses, uh, their fashion. It's all bluffing to make them look better. They're relying on physical things and, and, uh, fashion and a car, all these assets. And by assets, I mean, in terms of like theater, like these are assets they deploy like the CIA to make it look like some an image that they're not. So it's all theater and faking it for them. Well, I'm uh, curious, do you, Nick said this. It's easier to make a dude bro an engineer than to give a nerd social skills. Do you agree with that? I agree with that because the dude bros are more lazy than they are dumb. You'll see some dude bros who are perfectly intelligent and capable. And it does take some intelligence to assess society and say, okay, that's the shirt I need. This is the car I need. I got to go to the, that place. Uh, they're very assertive and observant in that way. And they're very, they can read society very well. So there is intelligence there. And if they simply, it's a, it's a decision. Do I want to learn calculus? Do I want to learn Python? Hated do I want to learn, do I want to learn uh, fluid dynamics or do I just like go for the sales job, man? And this is like <laughs> a lot, you see a lot of investment banker types who pretty good at math actually, but they're like, dude, we're going to this bar. We're going to get hammered, man. Yeah. We close the, the, the doop deal incorporated and we launched it and we got secured financing. Woo. Yeah. Party. Uh, they're trying to avoid work when they do have the capacity and the potential to actually be smart and, and be a nerd or an engineer or something like that. But that's the defining definition of it. So Nick could not become a dude, bro. He, he couldn't fake it. it takes a long, a lot of energy to fake being someone you're not. Where do you um, think you and I, fall in this spectrum we're, we're not we're, we're nerds we're we're old school classical nerds because keep in mind we're older back when we were younger you know we weren't slaying the ladies we weren't we weren't uh scoring four touchdown in the varsity game uh yeah, that's true. you know we weren't being uh, considered for uh prom king or prince or whatever it is uh <clears throat> so we were definitely nerds 
but we had skills, we had intelligence and, you know, through some stumbling about, uh, especially choosing the wrong degree on my part, we inevitably did get to the point where, yeah, we are successful. We're doing better than the, the jocks were. I don't even think there's jocks anymore. Um, but, but we're of a different generation for the young people today, 30 under where you're going to see the do bro stuff predominantly and the quote geek culture, the, the, yeah, Nick brings up a good point. I'd say less than a third of the people who claim to be geeks or nerds are actually legitimate geeks or nerds. The remaining two thirds are posers simply because it's popular or an excuse so they don't have to try or be social. The dude bros, if I had to side with the team, I'll go with the dude bros because they, at least they show some initiative. Um, and they're, they're pretty easy to figure out. You know, they're not, and they're, they're willing to put in the work. I mean, to be a salesman, you got to put in the sales and they will work because they got, they, they're addicted to that status. They are addicted to looking like they're popular and they're going to get the girls. Um, so at least they'll work for it. They're, they're, they're uh, but they don't hold on to it. It doesn't last long. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better when a, than when a sales company goes out of business, which happens more often than you think because the owners were embezzling funds and not paying their employees. It's great. One of my favorite shows is American Greed. I, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's yeah. just great white collar crime shit. Um, all righty, have you ever heard of a? a live stream, I think it is called Modern Life Dating. Somebody named John runs it. He was sort of in that red man group on the fringes of it. Do you know who Modern that is? Modern Life Dating, no. What's what's his last name? Uh, it doesn't say, but Cameron Sanchez for $2 said, do a collaboration with John from Modern Life Dating. I've definitely seen the channel before. Okay, maybe I'll download some of his. I, I, guys, I would love to. I mean, I know you're like, hey, get this guy on. Get that guy on. Can you do it? There's no time. There's no time, guys. I got, I was, this was supposed to be my summer off. I was supposed to have a book and it's just not coming out that way. So, um, just, because of good things like asshole consulting is real busy. Um, uh, other work. I mean, it's, it's all good, but it's just like, fuck, it doesn't end. Um, I wish we could get Arcadia on. I know he's back. Um, but I know there's, yeah, maybe, leave. maybe when things calm down and hopefully fall, uh, we can do a little bit more. Cause I loved having like, I did my interview with Donovan Sharp. That was great. I had Rolo on that one time. Um, <clears throat> Rich Cooper and Terrence pop came on. It, I love it. It, it. It's great. But those, those interviews take time. Cause you just don't want to be a dig. Like, Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? So what are you about? I didn't watch any of your videos. You got to watch the videos. You got to figure out what their, their specialty is. You got to figure out about their personality and who they are. Then you got to ask them questions. You got to draft up questions. It, there's a lot more. A lot of people think, oh, you just go on the internet and yell. I'm like, no, that's only with chat. Uh, well, here's one. Uh, Charles Max said that Modern Life Dating is a guest on the Masculine Geek podcast. Did you know that? Uh, oh, is he the guy with the glasses and the robe? Uh, I, I don't know. Pro yes, he was wearing a robe. He, okay, all right. I had, <clears throat> yeah, he, me and Hatham were like, who's this douche? Because he had the glasses and the robe. And then he listened to him. He's actually real good. He is. I uh, I was like, okay, okay, I was wrong about that. Um, but yeah, I think he's in Japan. He might be. Is that the yeah. guy that's in Japan? Uh, yeah. So, but again, it's the same thing. I'd still have to listen to a ton of his podcasts. It's just, I don't have time. It's it's like, hey, you're gonna go to 21 Con or the Man Convention? I'm like, no. <laughs> oh, that thing is just uh, well, God. not for the, any convention. It's just like, no, I don't have time. No, unless someone paid me an egregious sum of money. So I, because 
And it's not because I'm being a dick. It's because I'd have to give up an egregious sum of money and hop on another goddamn plane with ugly stewardesses. Uh, no, I, I don't want to. I want to do that. All right. What else? Okay. So the next one we have is from Nonstop Dre 360 again. Well, he's a regular. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Uh, for $4.99, he says, Clary original video idea commencement speech that you would give to worthless college majors graduates and real STEM majors graduates. So like, say you were in charge of, you know, giving. Sure. Da, 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 yeah. da, da, da. Uh, it would take too long to get to put together a speech like that. Well, um, I mean, just real quick, like what, what type of speech would you give? I would, I would just say, look, I'd separate the, the, the sta- stadium. I'd say STEM and engineering over here and accounting, right? <laughs> and accounting and actuarial science <clears throat> business majors there everybody who doesn't fit in those two categories there we'd include medical and all that over there i say you guys are gonna do good fuck you guys and you guys damn well know what you were doing being lazy no good fucks partying but and don't expect these guys to bail you guys out of your student loans go fuck yourself and good night assholeconsulting.com that would be the speech ever so generally cool um all right no other thoughts on that one good let's get to some we got to get to these oh okay. shoot we got it we got a couple they, more. They're, they're gonna wait they're gonna have to wait because these guys this guy's been waiting since the 17th okay uh just i swear this will take two seconds because mm-hmm. okay. it's at them for five dollars he says i'm a nerd too except i am six feet and 200 pounds nobody <laughs> messed with me in high school and the average mexicans are way smaller than me <laughs> <laughs> that is true i bet you when he was down in cancun Athen was probably towering over everybody down there uh, <laughs> i wouldn't want to mess with Athen, dude no he, I he wore that mask if he wore that mask and i saw him in a dark alley holy that's shit. one thing i do want to do we're all going to get masks and we're going to do a podcast together all right. So yes, now now we're totally All right. Hey Aaron, I have another video request for you. So I figured I'd just email you instead of fitting it in that text box of yours using my phone. I want to get your opinion on a bit of a conundrum I have. Certainly not a bad one, but still one nonetheless. The issue I face is I live in a leftist shithole state with high taxes, terrible gun longs, and like and get long, horrible winters go along with that. I'm sure you're with me so far based on where you've lived most of your life. I do live in a Republican rural part of the state, which is a pretty area. This makes it more tolerable, but it just happens to be a terrible state. The problem is that I work as an armed security guard and make seventy dollars to $80,000 per year with awesome benefits on top of it. So he's doing high-end security. I, I'm armed at least um, <clears throat> and something something else. He's, he's, he's a specialist. Uh, this obviously is a pretty good situation to be in. This is where the conundrum comes in. Okay. Do you think it? Do you think it's worth dealing with a good job in a good area that just happens to be in one of the worst states there is? Since you work security, you know most jobs pay like shit. So I figure my pay would be basically cut in half if I moved to a better state. Oh yeah, it definitely would. Obviously, the taxes and cost of living would be much lower, but it wouldn't offset the thirty or forty thousand pay cut I would get most likely. I'm 29 years old and have a net worth of over 100 thousand already. So I'm thinking I should just put up with the bad stuff and just keep stacking money until I have fuck you money. At that point, I can buy a place in a better state and I have to worry about making less money. This seems like the smart move rather than making a lot less money in a better state. I just want your opinion on when, when it's worth putting up with that, with a shit state and when to move to a better one and what you think about this situation. Thanks. 
And I mm. said, okay, what are your li long lifetime goals? Do you want some big fancy house with a fancy car? Are you willing to sell for a nice small place in the sticks somewhere in Neville, kids, family, etc." cetera? Uh, he responds, I definitely don't want to have a wife or kids, no big fancy house, just a modest house on some land, which I have now, but one in another state someday. Nice car, perhaps. All right, so he owns property. <clears throat> so he could sell that and parlay it into another one on a state he'd like to live. Would like to mostly just live in a nice, relaxed, stress-free life where I can hike, golf, travel, shoot guns, putter around the house, and land without having to worry about money or having to work. I will get some modest inheritance someday and will live somewhat minimally so I don't need to save millions or anything. We'll make a payment, blah, blah, blah. The further emails. Just made a payment of $78 when I only charged them 38 Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes, and if any time you people would like to overpay by 200% uh, to charity and kindness, you certainly may. Take the 38 for the video and add, added an extra 20 for you and 20 for El Elkins. I like the podcast you guys do, but never get to watch live. Consider this a prepaid super Chad. He emphasized Chad. Wow. On the next podcast you guys do, just give me a shout out and add that because it's Father's Day. And I find it amusing that everyone thinks it's some kind of amazing accomplishment that they had sex once and i'll get to pay a shitload of money for the next 20 years for it oh thanks aaron and I'll, I'll keep them anonymous um that's really cool of him to do that it's very cool it's very yeah. cool that's why i had to drag you in on this one um your thoughts because i know mine i mean it's sort of like what you did for a long time and frankly what i'm doing right now you want to yeah. soak up all the money that you can and I know your situation is like slightly different because you've got the GF. I would have split town a long time ago. Yeah. And I'm saying the same thing with myself. Like the thing about Chicago is that, yeah, it's a, it's a shithole, uh, high taxes, bad weather, you know, expensive. But the women you, are so nice. Yeah, sure. Um, you can make so much money here and I've been able to save quite a bit. And that's just not something I would be able to do if I went to, for instance, where you're moving. Here, right here's here's yeah here's the thing that he's got going this is what i'm going to tell him to stay put is to make that kind of money usually you got to live in a liberal leftist shithole yeah exactly and not only that but your cost of living are going to be higher so you're not effectively making that much money you it, it so what you got to do is like what chad's doing you live in a leftist shithole you make overpriced leftist shithole money like living in san francisco but you live dirt cheap and you have cost of living that's like Republican rural area or Texas or something like that. Right. You bank the freaking money and then you take that money and you buy yourself a place that you really like and a smaller place, eliminating your mortgage so you don't need to make that much money from the job you're going to have in the obviously lower paying because it's Republican and there's less regulations, so they don't have to pay you as much uh, Republican state. He has the benefit of living in a Republican rural area or cost of living are low, making kind of a city income. And he, yeah, he's got to pay the state income taxes, fine. But milk it while you can. I wouldn't say build up necessarily fuck you money, but once you got enough money that you can buy a house outright, no debt for cash. You can buy a house right. cash where you want, then go. Because you've eliminated your major expense, you're out where you want to live, uh, then you can get buying your thirty to forty thousand. I think um, that that was what I would recommend. 
we won't make this public, of course, but did, did he tell you what state he lives in? No. Okay. Well, okay. Socialist shithole state where it's cold. Well, that could be any upper Midwest state, Michigan, right. Wisconsin, Minnesota. It's not going to be the Dakotas. Um, it could be Pennsylvania, Maine, uh, Ohio. New, New York. Oh, it was Midwest. So that doesn't yeah. Matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> It, it can be any one of a number. Seattle, maybe if you're living up in the Cascades, it gets kind of snowy. Uh, but yeah, it's somewhere upper Midwest, I'm going to guess. He could be my neighbor for all I know. If you'll give me a minute to actually pay a compliment to Chicago, I got to say, I lived on the East Coast before I moved to the Midwest. I was in D.C. for a long time, New York for a couple of years. Chicago, in my opinion, is the best city to live in in terms of cost of living. In a, in a major city, like mm-hmm. my rent is way lower here than it would be on the East Coast or the West Coast, and you can make a lot of money. So, at the very least, Chicago fits that fits that area where you want. Chicago to try to has the prestigious honor of being the only liberal town in my book, Reconnaissance Man, that I recommend everybody check out. Maybe not live there, but definitely check out. I sing its praises yeah. very highly. Because it is a wonderful town. North Side is. Yeah. Uh, there's other neighborhoods. It's not just the North Side, but the people I found are down to earth and not arrogant. Um, I, I am my bias is colored because of my fun times I had in the '90s when the girls were just throwing themselves. It was a grand old time. The architecture is beautiful. Food is amazing. The jazz is wonderful. And if you don't like those things, don't worry. There's a ton of other things to do. It is, I'd say, uh, I hands down is America's best, biggest town. Uh, but it's not a place to stay forever. Um, certainly not to work on the government employee pension side. <laughs> oh God, they are going to go bankrupt. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, this is the next Detroit. Yeah. No it is, it's slowly going to get there. Um, but yeah, it is, it is a great town to experience, especially when you're younger. Uh, and even me and the GF might go there, you know, one summer uh, and hopefully, get like an Airbnb. Hopefully in a couple of weeks, you know, two or three weeks. <laughs> yeah, can't wait to drive that Highway 94 again through Wisconsin. That's gonna be uh, man, I feel friend. guilty. feel guilty about that. I wonder if um, Toma, Wisconsin is still there in Linden Station and Janesville. And I, I hey, Chad, is Hoffman Estates with this McDonald's over the highway still there? Well, I was going to say Rockford. Illinois is um, is a beautiful place this time of year yeah, um, for nuclear testing. Shit. All right, um, are we so, backlogged on super chats? Are we okay? No, there's just one more. But I mean, have we? Do you think we answered this forum? Yeah, I mean, we did. Yeah, we answered his question. He gave us so much. I want to make sure we we get to it. So well, I um, think he just likes the show. Uh, now okay. what? Now what? Why do I have to review two docs? You got. Fucking damn it. What? What happened? No, just piddly little shit that adds up into a 16-hour work. It's like answering emails and signing documents because, like, I'm building a house. It's like, oh, God, now what? I mean, so just – Are you what? reviewing – are you – did they send you some plans or something? And they want no, to it, it's, it? it's just, what about this? What about this? What about this? I'm like – it's it's not the big stuff. It's not asshole consulting. It's the small – you know, like my email not working. Like everybody's sending emails to my Cappy Cap account now because it works. Right. <clears throat> but I got to contact a guy to do that. Um, hang on. This guy's been waiting a long time. I got to find him. 
You sent me another one. Do you see. have that handy? Do you want to read that? I think I forwarded it from. Was it the one about CME? Yeah, CMA from Louis. Or CMA, yeah. Yeah, click on that one. I'm finding it. I think you sent it. I got it. Me. I got it. I got to see this too. Though. This gentleman has been incredibly patient because we had to wait for you to come on for this. Hi, I already have another request in with you that you are working on and scheduling, but I would like your opinion on, and if you think overall the CMA, Certified Management Accountant, is of any value, and then if you think it would help me specifically. It used to be that almost no one knew about the CMA and always wanted a C MBA or CPA for controller-level positions. At my last major job, which was a large company, well, initially it was not mentioned. When I took over from the controller of two divisions after several years, they retitled the position accounting manager, then mentioned they were looking for a CPA or CMA. I told them that the only people that typically went and got a CMA are the ones that did not have the academic background and or work experience but would usually get passed over when they were looking for anyone in the accounting area, i.e. getting a CMA, did not make up for the fact that they only had a four-year degree in accounting or less. I also noticed that while a CPA or MBA seems to be viewed as the same for a controller-level position and about the same number of job openings in a geographic area list, CPA or MBA within the ad, usually only about 5% of the ads mentioned CMA that mentioned an MBA or CPA in the ad. To me, it seems like getting a CMA is just another certification and a way for the certifying organization to get another stream of revenue. I have some of the material for the CMA test one and large parts of it are not things that people typically talk about or focus on when preparing monthly financial statements and seem very tilted towards manufacturing, cost accounting, and allocation of overhead. Isn't that what, what CMA is? It's more industrial based, if I remember correctly. Uh, most people who get them are going into things like cost accounting. Yeah. Okay. Manufacturing um, and whatnot. Yeah. Manufacturing. Okay. All right. Well, those things are important. It would only have application to certain industries. As far as my situation, I'm in my mid fifties. I have a bachelor's of science in computer science technology, uh, from right. central new England college now closed MBA and MSF master of science finance. I don't know what MSF is from Boston college. Well, that, those are worthless. You know why? Why? Well, Boston College gave a degree to Ocasio Cortez, so it'll give a degree to anybody. Oh, dude, that was it's, it's, no, no, that was Boston University. I'm oh, Boston University, BU, yeah. Oh, okay, best college in my academic background. JD from Suffolk University Law School. I would consider low tier. I'm not a lawyer, and around the time I graduated in 2004, noticed that the field seems so flooded. So, if your daddy didn't own a law firm, you were or you were at the top of the class at the top tier law school, you were going to end up with a $25 an hour contract work that led to nothing. I had classmates working as assistant district attorney, usually a person that goes to court for the city state, making under 30,000 a year, trying to get experience to get somewhere and usually would end up laid off within next election as the new district attorney brought their own people and pay off favors. <clears throat> My work experience includes working as an assistant controller for two divisions for a publicly traded company. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Right now, I'm working as an accountant uh, on an hourly rate of $45 an hour, but get overtime, so I'm making more money than I was. Well, that's not bad. That's very Nine good. grand an hour? Yeah, well, yeah. that's not bad at all. Uh, then I was, when working as an assistant controller, plus I have 10 years, 10 hours. <clears throat> Hang on. I'm, it, dude, you write too damn long. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to lie to you right now. This is, I'm, I'm fucking, I forgot half of what you've already written now. Because well, do you remember what, when you sent me this and I texted you a response? Uh, I don't know. Was that, I didn't, your response is always, dude, you didn't charge him enough. 
Well, no, I was like, he, there's this is too long, but whatever, we're reading it. Well, that's why we got 50 minutes left before we got to go. 15? 50, oh, wow. 50. 5 0, okay. Gotcha. I plan ahead. I am never late. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm trying to focus my eyes. Yeah. Giving me maybe another 10K per year and some programming, giving me another. So he's, he's clearing 110. Wow. I'm trying to keep the billable hours up in the 60 hours or so range per week, and I want to do that until I am ready to retire. I had a big drop-off in all my work last fall and fear that in my career this will be the last cycle to which hopefully last several years that I will be okay. And while I want to work 270 and a half to at least max out my Social Security, I fear that something could happen. <clears throat> something could happen at any time in my career. will be just basically over, but hope to make it to 62 and a half Okay, so that even if everything drops off as far as billable hours, I will be at a place in my life where I will not have to work, even if my budget is tight. Not, dude, you need to learn to write. Yeah. Fucking Christ, this is one goddamn sentence, and it's a paragraph long. <laughs> and not worry about how long will my money last before I can't pay the rent. So here's my thinking. Oh, well, now we get to the plan. <laughs> <clears throat> I want to prepare to take early retirement at 62 and a half. I have some debt I need to pay off and believe with my take-home pay, I should be able to do it. Once that is done, I think my monthly expenses will be under 2000 a month and Social Security would just about cover it. I budget 800 per month plus spending on a new car every five years. There's that damn car again, Chad. For fuck's sake, there's that goddamn car. Do you know how long my truck has lasted me and I paid $4,700 for it? I think you've had that quite a long time. I've you? had it probably for eight years now. Eight? Wow. You know how long the Kia lasted? Uh, I, I have no idea how long did that last. Six years. I only spent nice. $3,500 on it. It's pretty cool. Uh, so my expenses for a living may be way too high. Yes, they are. I've also considered moving overseas where I expect my living expenses would be around 1000 So even with just my Social Security, even if it gets cut to 25%, do there not be enough of the Social Security fund would allow me to save uh, too while I could get my CMA. I do not want to waste the time to get this if it's not going to do anything plus take away from my billable hours plus settle me with a few hundred <clears throat> per year and re-upping it. The CMA has membership fees plus 30 hours of continuing education. Da, 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 da. Good luck and take care. All right. Um, dude, you're like one of these guys who you got more letters behind you than the alphabet. And if you can't make them go... JD, C, C, what is C, MBA, MSF? MBA, yeah. Yeah, if you can't make it go, dude, the CMA is not going not gonna to do it. And you are making it go. You're making 110 grand a year. I mean, it, it, I, don't, I don't know why, what a CMA, why get, why get the CMA? What the fuck? You don't need it. I think, I think he's worried that if he has to move to a different job, he'll get passed over by CPAs and MBAs. I, I don't know how valuable a CMA is. I don't think I don't think people really look at it as something impressive. I'm not trying to knock people who have one. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure that I would. I I don't think I would pursue that. He's 55, so he wants to retire in seven and a half years. No one look his MBA covers what the C, CMA has. The CFS probably cover it. Um, unless he wanted to go into manufacturing, yeah, I wouldn't get uh, the CMA. I mean, I don't hate the CMA certification. It certainly has its point and pur purpose, but not for you. 
Yeah, you know, we already got enough education certifications. Fuck that, man. I mean, after you, you had one more certification. People are going to be like, what's wrong with this guy that he keeps getting education, never fucking sits down and works. Even though he has sat down and work, he does have working experience. They're going to look at all this like he's he's using it as to, as a compensating for something. And then, then it goes, then the resume goes into the bin. Just kind of reading that email again, just real quick. Well, we don't uh, have the life expectancy for it, so, you know, skim it. I don't think there's any point in it. I really no. don't. Especially not in his situation. He's making the money. Um, he's approaching retirement. Save your money, dude. Stop buying fancy cars and don't get the CMA. Yeah, I, I, that's that's what I would say. I mean, full disclosure, I'm kind of biased. I've never thought the CMA is particularly valuable. Um, CPA is so much better. Yeah. No, I mean, if he wanted to go something, go get the CPA. But I, I don't think he has to get any further education. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just keep it the way it is. Dude, I mean, fuck. Do you like school? I didn't like school. I don't like sitting for tests. I hated it. I mean, I'm the, I'll tell you this. I'll go on welfare before I ever have to go back to school. For anything, well, okay, I might go back to school for technology or in you know, like mechanics or something cool then. But if everyone, if anybody ever said, Oh, yeah, you got to take a test first, so I go fuck yourself. No, give me my welfare check. You go work, <laughs> you go work, lady, miss. Let's have CPE forever. You never stop learning. Ugh, disgusting. Um, you should see a financial planner, you know, like someone who's gonna say, Okay, here's what I think you should do, blah blah blah. Like, that's what he needs. Help. Yeah, no, that's that's what he needs. But no, I, to save you your time, effort, and money, don't get the CMA. I, I would not. And no offense to people with their CMA. It's just this guy. It's you know, fifty five. I'm not looking for any more. Yeah, any more education. Yeah, yeah. Um, where we're at, where at we with the super chats? Oh, uh, we just had one in that time period. It was nonstop Dre three sixty for a dollar ninety nine. Um, says thoughts on Google scandal. What scandal? I don't know. Is there the latest one now? Let's type in Google scandal. But let's type <laughs> it in Bing because Google. Will I was going to say, I'll, I'll try it in Google to see. <laughs> Google scandal. Scandal Ooh, comes right up. Well, well with the Google genius copyright scandal reveals a much bigger problem for the internet giant. That's five days ago. Um, There's another one. Google tells employees not to protest Google at Pride. Is Google manipulating search results to promote social justice? Well, no. We all know that. Um, Maybe DuckDuckGo can help. <laughs> Google's too darn bad scandal from March of twenty nine of twenty seventeen. Yeah, there's. Um, <clears throat> I mean, how many scandals do you want? Like, it's asking like, did you read? Did you hear about the latest thing the left said about Trump? I'm like, what? This this minute, this hour, this week? What are we? Yeah. Maybe he means that James Damore thing from a year or two ago. I don't know. I don't know. I uh, I do know I enjoy watching Google um, <clears throat> suffer its own politics it foisted upon itself, as does happen at uh, YouTube and, and the other tech giants where they just Facebook. Yeah, they could not line up quick enough to suck diversity's cock, especially along the lines of, of women. Um, and now they are just paying just paying <laughs> all the i know several people within the industry who have already left they're like nope fuck that i'm out nope nope gone i'll i'll uh a lot of guys like want to work from home because they don't want to deal with the me too or possibly getting you know losing their job because of sexual harassment complaint and 
uh, stuff like that. Related to which, The Pence Principle by Randall Bentwick, for all of you. It's a good book. It is a good book. It is a good book. Uh, was that it for Super Chats? Are we, are we good to go on that one? Well, we just got another $10 Canadian from, from our old buddy, Ray John. He's had some, oh, uh, hey, Ray John. Okay, he's had some colorful book? questions. In I'm the sure past, he does. But, yes, I'm sure he does. But this one seems like a good one. He asks, should I take over my dad's restaurant business, be my own boss, and run my own business? Or should I work for Canada's border police? 60K Canadian starting and 84K medium salary. Training is three months long. So I, we can't tell. <clears throat> uh, and and how, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean this way uh, with 85% surety. I would absolutely become border patrol. Uh, not because it sounds better, it sounds like a funner job and all that. And you know, there's that camaraderie. It's a masculine thing. He's young. We know where John's young. Uh, but uh, also the guaranteed income. Every restaurant I ever saw working in banking, they're just barely getting by. And you're working yeah. 80 hours a week for some pittance of an amount, dealing with bullshit and health regulations. And here's where I've seen this happen before in asshole consulting, <clears throat> where the father or the mother wants the children to take over the family business. And I tell the kid, I'm like, all right, well, get the tax returns for the business. Get the audited income statement and balance sheet for the family business. <laughs> don't just have your dad give no 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 you see the tax returns and then you get the audit you have you hire out a cpa firm to yes. audit and compile audited unqualified income statements and balance sheets and cash flow statements and if you don't ha understand them you hire me or chad to go read them for you and we'll translate them into english for you but what i'm afraid you're going to find out and you can always tell this is the case uh is that your parents are running a money losing operation or at best a a a money break even operation. A couple of years ago, a friend of mine who was not my client, I've never done any work for him or with him. Mm -hmm. He just, he contacted me and he's like, Hey, I'm thinking of buying this coffee shop. You know, they, I offered it at this price they, or this cost. They wanted to, they want it to be higher. And I said, okay, send me the financials and particularly send me their S corp return. You know what that is, right? Yes, I do know what that is. Yes. So I said, send me their 1120S. And it was just, it was terrible. Everything on there suggested <laughs> that this was not a money-making thing. And they were asking far too much. So the that, guy ended up not buying it. Yeah, I've seen it where uh, not only did the guy end up buying it, but the banks I worked for financed it. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I just fuck it. Never mind. I don't care. Well, I have credit analysts in the first place. Um, but what I, my, my experience has been is in the parents like, why do you need to see those? And that means, see, if, if they give you the financial statements, then it's likely making money. If they say, well, why do you need to see those? Then, you know, it's a money losing operation. You absolutely, not only should you absolutely not take over the family company yeah. and go work for border patrol or whatever the other job is that you wanted to do, you should prepare for your parents to be coming to asking you for money at some point in the future or giving you the guilt trip of, we need your help here at the business. It's like, if you need constant free labor at the business, then the business is failing, right? Yeah. If you need to employ slave labor, the business is not profitable. And if you're such a fucking scumbag, you expect your children to sacrifice their futures just so you can run this fucking pipe dream of yours that's turned into a nightmare, go fuck yourself with a, you know, a, <laughs> some kind of a, a glass device in your ass 
<laughs> and start treating your children better. <clears throat> but I'm just going to, if you want to avoid that conflict with your parents, you know, all peace and all that, say, nope, dad, it's been my dream to join the border patrol when maybe it's just an idea you came up with yesterday. Uh, but yeah, I, I would not take over uh, a business. See, I, you know, I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth here because I enjoyed working with my dad's tax prep business. I, I enjoyed, you know, going there and doing work, but that's way different from a restaurant. That's that's in the business of making sure businesses are profitable. So, you know, it's kind yeah. of like, it's like, it's like taking over my dad's, you know, brain surgery practice. And you've been his understudy who's also operated on brains. Like, you know, yeah. Okay. It's probably making some money, but coffee shops and bars and restaurants and nail salons and other businesses that lazy people tend to start because they think it'll be fun. Uh, yeah, fuck that shit. No, you have to work so hard with restaurants. Oh God. Yeah. No, dude, you don't want to, you don't want to do it. Go, go border patrol, go chase some moose or do whatever the border patrol. I'll tell you this about the Canadian border patrol. They're way more strict and thorough than the American border patrol up there. Oh yeah. Um, Oh yeah. Every time I've gone to Canada, um, I get pulled over. They rummage through all my shit. I got to go sit in the room. Then they ask me some questions. Then then okay, you're free to go. And then my shit's out on the road, and I gotta pack it all back in. And uh, then you come to the United States, coming back, and I'm like, hey, I'm coming to the United States. Hey, where are you from? Minneapolis. Yeah, have a good time. I'm like, thanks. Akbar. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Just, uh, maybe there's so. Of course, I was going through a remote area. Probably such few traffic. They don't really worry about it. But yeah, it was kind of a. You know, there's no U.S. border. A guard, no, no, no thing with the little, you know, the hand that comes down, like with the trains. Oh yeah, no? yeah. On the tip of Alaska, like if you're coming in through British Columbia and you go into the town called Hyder, Alaska, uh, Adam, look this up. You're coming around a curve, like there's a cliff, and you're coming around a curve, and you turn, and before you even know it, you're in the United States because the border's right there, and you see the Canadian border patrol off to your left so you think oh i gotta stop up ahead and there's just this welcome to hyder alaska i'm like i guess i'm in the united states and there was no border <laughs> patrol here so. but then when you turn back the canadians like what are you what's your purpose in business like, you just saw me 10 minutes ago come through here i, I just wanted to drive to alaska and go back home <laughs> what's your destination minneapolis are you gonna go there tonight well no i it's, it's a three-day drive I, 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 what are you staying Smithers, I think. Maybe I was going to get back to Prince George. I don't know. How much time do I got? It's funny. It reminds me like at the end of 2016 when all these people were like, I'm moving to Canada. And then nobody did. Yeah. All these celebrities. People say they're going to do things, Chad. They never do. Now, here's the kicker. They never do. You're right. Aaron, how do you do it? I don't understand it. Uh, Any more super chats? We got on that end. We're good on that. All right, um, cool. I want to keep going unless you got a go. I got I got plenty for you here, pal. Cool. Uh anonymous. I keep them anonymous because <clears throat> they have an interesting name. Not interested. I just want to keep them anonymous. Did you send Every, me this one? Or? No, I didn't. You don't need to read them all and take notes. Just wing this one. Just relax. Wing it, okay? Just take it in. Don't don't take notes. Just oh, making it. me think on my feet. I'm oh so my god, oh no. Go ahead. Just like talking to dog girls. How do I? <clears throat> How do I? Girl. Captain, hope you're doing well. I don't want to sound like a virgin towel, but I feel an incredible annoyance at the unearned superiority the girls my age, I'm 22, have. As someone who makes six figures, is a self-taught data scientist, and reads a book a week while teaching myself the piano, I strongly agree with your sentiment that accomplishments are the only things that have value. 
However, I constantly see broads in their 20 broads. <laughs> broads. <laughs> he's, he's picked up the old classical American uh, uh, vernacular. He said, These dames over here uh, <laughs> in their 20s and late teens who are convinced their gods are superhumans. Just because they can take cute selfies. There are literally hundreds of girls I can think of that are convinced they're superior to all men. And we should bow at their feet despite having worthless degrees, zero personality, no independent or interesting thoughts, just because they get several hundred likes on their bi-weekly Instagram posts. As a man who came to this country without being able to speak English, being raised by a single mother in a tiny apartment, it drives me insane how many clicks have chicks sorry how many chicks have massive egos despite having done nothing and he capitalizes nothing and i will 100 agree that is the appropriate capitalization because that's keely what they have done nothing in life <clears throat> can you please rant even though i know it's futile about the worthlessness of these girls how pathetic they really are and when they'll finally realize that they're not all that sorry for ranting myself a little bit and let me know your price he says thanks and we'll of course keep them anonymous um, now, I responded. I got to find my response. Hello, so-and-so. Heh. Well, how about instead of a rant, I'll do you one better than that and instead give you peace, serenity, and understanding, and calm about it. It'll take a bit because it's going to take some explaining economics and then going from there. So you're looking at a $45 video, but I think it will find it worthwhile since it'll pay dividends and calm you for the rest of your life. And so then he did agree. Uh, so, chat. <clears throat> why? Why? Do you think a not only is a rant not appropriate for the response, but for me and probably you, we're not even capable of giving a rant? Well, I mean, we've talked about this before, and we've like we always approach this from a logic level rather than an emotional one. I mean, that's what comes to mind. Am I on the right track there? You're on the right track, right? I mean, he now keep in mind he's 22. Uh, we are not. We are significantly older. Okay. And we've done that. We chased it. And I, I no doubt, doubt I, I believe in 100% that girls that are 22, they think they're all that they have an attitude. And he's like, dude, look at all this stuff I've done. You're just pretty. That's it. And he, he came from a foreign country. He worked his ass off. He's in a legit field. I didn't want to mention that either, but he's in a legit field, a hard field. This guy has actually done achievements and achievements and, and accomplishments why is he unnecessarily getting angry and frustrated and pissed off about it? He has every right. I'm not disagreeing. It's not fair. It's not right. But why is it wasted energy? What do we know that he doesn't? Well, see, I think he's been lied to about what women want, especially at that age, you know, 22. So he's not aware that they want, you know, somebody that they're not looking for anybody that's a provider so to speak. They just I, want, I don't even think it's about him wanting to date. I think he, what he's very upset. I know it, it's men and women talking here, but I think he's looking at his accomplishments and what does he get in terms of not to say adulations or praise, but rewards versus what women get simply for taking a picture of themselves at the age of 22. So I don't think it's like, Oh, how do I get the girls? These girls won't give me the time of day. I think he's like, dude, I busted my ass off and did this. Why are these people celebrated in society? Oh. I have a couple of thoughts on that. First okay. of all, you know, you love Rich Cooper and I, I like him too. You know, yeah. he knows he said this on Twitter once, and I don't know if, if he came up with it, but he said young women, like hot girls, all they do is wait at the finish line for the guy to cross it. 
you know, the guy running the race, like they mm-hmm. go off with the winner. They don't do any work themselves. They're just waiting for the winner. Right. And I think that's kind of the same thing with all areas of life. Didn't you once say that the greatest commodity in the world was young feminine? There we go. There we go. There's my intrepid detective working. <clears throat> yeah, well, you did that blog post. Mrs. Elkins, you should be very proud of your son. He has good. He ha- he's thinking on his feet. Look at it. He didn't even get to read this one. He didn't even get to pay. He's, he's already. <laughs> <laughs> Women are the number one commodity. When I was at women that are the number one commodity in the world. I think you said young, beautiful women, right? Ah, so it's not necessarily even women because, you know, who's going to chase? Yeah, not, not everybody. Yeah. yeah you know, we're not going to chase after Rosie O'Donnell or, you know, whoever. It is young. We just say youth and beauty <clears throat> beheld by a woman. Yeah. Beheld by a young lady. Who demands that? Well, everybody, every male. Ah, every male. Every male. Every male. Who's who's straight, uh, excluding our uh, gay uh, brothers out there. <clears throat> and who produces the majority of wealth and has always produced the majority of wealth and in innovations and creations throughout the history of mankind? Well, if, if this is a gender question, obviously males have. Men have. Yeah. Which means we have the majority of what? We have the majority of, uh, like, need for... This type, or, That's our or, demand, but because we produce practically everything in the world, what do we have the majority of? Money. We have the majority of money and wealth. Yeah. Now, here's here's what I'm trying to get our client. I got to be careful not to say his name. <clears throat> yeah. Get our client to understand. He might as well be angry at the moon. He might as well be as be angry at grass being green. He might as well be angry at gravity pulling down or towards the center of mass, rather, I should say, because this is nature. This is the real world and it's outside of his control. Our client does not control where and how much of this attention is being given to young, attractive women. It is all the men in the world. He can't even say it's the men in the world. It's their genetic programming because that's what we've wanted since time immemorial. That's what we're genetically programmed to want. Tight asses, long legs, long hair, big tits, and youth. The ability to be more uh, evolutionary about it, the ability to breed and be fertile. They're looking for fertility because presumably we'd like to uh, uh, propagate our genes. Since we also then make the majority of money and uh, produce the majority of wealth, and the number one thing in our life is the pursuit of women. Chad, what's what's the let's go through a pie chart. When you were uh well, not even you because you're different, you actually think about things. Take a man's life, his waking hours. What you know, take your average man throughout history, what percent of his waking hours do you think was dedicated towards the pursuit of women? Uh I, I'm probably quite a bit if you're looking at the his whole life, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, give so me an got, estimate. Give me a number. Um, geez, that's hard to come up with. Yeah, uh, it's not going to be accurate. This is economists do this. I know you're very precise with your accounting. Try and be an economist. Ballpark things. It would be at least fifty percent, right? At least, yeah. at least, if not seventy-five. Take away yeah. when you're, you know, a little kid and you're prepubescent and you're running around playing with trucks. Okay, that's that has nothing to do with it. I'd say damn well near eighty percent of a man's waking hours is spent either pursuing or working off the money so that he might pursue. A woman. 
But, I mean, are you including like married dudes and ones that are already? Yeah, because a married guy in the in the olden days would have to support the the wife and the kids. Oh, right, right, yeah. And and then in the olden days, you might have three or four other women you're pursuing. In the modern days, you might even have three or four more women you're pursuing. <laughs> the, it's it's the, and what I'm trying to point out to the client is out of the entire global economic engine, damn well near. 80% of it is geared towards the pursuit of women. The demand for female youth and beauty is so strong and so uh, deep uh, and backed up by so much finances. The girls are going to get all the attention because the male sex drive is that strong. Now, you don't control it. right? You don't control that. So, one, don't get frustrated or think there's a way that you can change it. But two, also realize this is not your fault. Has nothing to do. It's no reflection upon you, right? Men in general over history, we've accomplished way more amazing shit. We've done way more accomplishments because we have to. We had to if we wanted to get what was it again, Chad? Get to duck girls. Duck girls. Duck girls. Right, and that is merely a representation of supply and demand. And is it fair? Not really if you want to compare apples and oranges. Life right? is fair. But life's not fair, but yeah. you're not, as a man, you're not supposed to say, why are women getting more attention than me? Duh, because they're women. Men produce the majority of the shit. We make the majority of money. That's why they're going to get the majority of the attention. I and mean, why? go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Um, my thought was, okay, you're right. They're going to get all the attention, but, and I don't mean to go all MGTOW on you. When do you think the tables turn? Don't you think that happens? Yes. No, it does happen. I'm going to get to that. I'm trying, I'm just yeah. trying to like diffuse and calm this sure. guy down. Sure. Because yeah. I, I want to give him his money's worth. And if we can get him down the path, cause he's young, he's 22. He's got at least 60 years left of life. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Is he going to, do you, does he want to be pissed off like this? All angry. All I'm trying to point out to him is a huge, uncalculably disproportionate amount of attention is going to go towards young pretty women because that is the number one commodity backed up by the number one producers who make the vast majority of money. It's just going to happen. It's why the vast majority of prostitution goes from men uh, uh, buying women. It goes from, uh, uh, well, even your webcam girls who make uh, yeah. a, a, a very handsome way. Just why I wrote that article, Seeking Arrangement Will Burst the College Bubble. It's why a girl can show her titties on the internet, make 10 grand, and you, me, and our client, we could show our titties on the internet. We're not going to get a cent. I because there's, super, there's super Chad titties. Come on, we got some. <laughs> so, with that disadvantage or handicap, you can't even begin to compare. Well, I did all this accomplishment and achievement, and all this girl did was show her tits. How the fuck did? Well, it's because you're not in demand. Men are not in demand. That's that's how nature works. Now there is, and this is where <clears throat> Chad's point was before. As with all things in life, physics, chemistry, economics, uh, sociology, and especially here with the sexes. There is balance in the world. There is balance. Because what ends up happening in Evely Chad? What happens? You know, these girls are 22. What's going to happen, say, 30 years from now? Oh, boy. Uh, a lot of them will be, what's the old term, spinsters, where they're like married, where they're unmarried and they have a bunch of 
cats? Yeah, Spinster is a cat. Spinsters. Oh, we just cat. call them Gen Xers now. <laughs> Gen Xers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. A lot of them are single moms, and now they're divorced, and now so they got kids on top of it. I just yeah. Uh, I'm no, sorry. you're right. You're right. Like, I am right. What? But how old are the women going to be? You mean later in life, or what? Well, you yeah. Think? Our client is 22. He's upset. 22 year old girls are getting way more attention than him. That oh, they got I life see. on easy mode. How old yeah. are they going to be 30 years from now? They will have, as I'm sure everybody has heard this expression before, they will have hit the wall because they'll be in their 40 or late 40s or 50s. All I'm looking for is not, they're 22, right? Yeah. If they're accountant, they're 22 now. How old will they be 30 years from now? Ooh, this is tough. I'm not very good at math. Apparently it was uh, before because you rounded about the question. 52. They're 52. Now, let me ask our client, do you see, do you, yeah, that's a good question. Do you even see any 52-year-old women? I mean, no. <laughs> no. I mean, they're there, I'm sure, but I don't see them. You know what I see when I go to Walmart, I go walking around, I see 22-year-old girls. I see 25-year-old women. Really? I see fat people. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. I'm trying to make a, okay. <laughs> a point is yeah. nobody sees 52 year old women, nobody, but if 52 with his highly professional background, uh, 30 years experience, Chad, what do you think our client's going to be doing? He's going to be raking in the money and well, we hope, you know, yeah, well, I can, I can almost guarantee Given what self-taught this, self-taught that came from a disadvantage. And again, coming, I don't know what it's like coming to a foreign country, living in a tiny apartment. Well, okay, I, I kind of do understand what's like living in a tiny apartment with a single mom, but <clears throat> I at least spoke the language here. You know, I don't know yeah. what it's like coming back from that level of deficit and then to teach yourself piano, although I guess teaching ballroom or teaching myself how to dance is another similar thing. This guy came from a huge deficit and then excelled in a tough field. Has a very good credential. Credentials, actually, I should say. He's already on trajectory like this. All right. Yeah. And, and this is 22 years. He's like the space rocket. When 30 years from now, when he's 52, he is easily going to be bringing in. He'll be well beyond 600, or 600, six figures. I guarantee he'd probably be more along the, the quarter million mark. <clears throat> yeah. And he's going to have an easier life. He's going to have not have to worry about money. He probably knows being brought up poor to do what with his money, Chad? Well, hopefully he knows how to save it and then spend it wisely. What was the number one problem you had with all those webcam model girls who are making $100,000 uh, just to show their hoo-ha in the internet? Yeah, yeah. Well, they're a lot better now. They're, because they had training, but the vast majority yeah. of them do what with that money? Most of them weren't able to budget, so they'd spend it all, and then they would owe some taxes because they were self-employed, and then we'd have some problems. So, But I feel like we've really gotten that uh, fixed. You so. have with your client. I'm just pointing out these girls have never had to go and support themselves. They've never touched the main electrical wire of, of the real world like our client has. Our client knows what it goes from ground up and to be a self-supporting adult. These girls don't. And they're going to be kept in this inflated bubble thinking that the good times are going to roll forever, that they'll never save, they'll never develop real skills. They certainly won't go and find themselves a quality guy and settle down. But let so me what, call time out, dude. Right. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Maybe you were going this way, but don't you think that they're able to find some sucker to like marry them and support them in their 30s? They, they do and don't. 
because they have such, let's say they do find a guy that bails them out. They're not sexually happy with the guy. They're going to cheat on him uh, or they're going to pine for some other guy. Uh, a lot of them do like become an alpha widow of source, not to keep right. using the same vernacular and, and repeat the cycle again. I'm only repeating the cycle because our client has not heard. And and to by the way, to our client, please tune into the archives of the Red Man Group and and uh, binge on Rolo Tomasi. Um, it's a, we're giving you the the watered down version here, <clears throat> but I believe these women. Since they've never, you you have to start poor. You have to know what it takes to start fucking nothing. Because if you don't, you can't be an adult. Because you're always relying on some kind of bailout or assistance from mom, dad, government, or the multi-trillion dollar industry of men just throwing you money, attentions, and likes. So these gals never learn to swim. Also, you take off the the floaty arm things or the the, the life raft. They're going to sink to some level or another. Yes, somebody might come save them, but they're never going to get that high that they had when they were 23, 24, 25. People are just throwing them money. And on top of it, the lies and propaganda we tell these young ladies, you're so brave and intelligent and amazing. And they're like, I'm so brave and intelligent. And it's like, no, you're cute. Guys want to fuck you. And the quote, quote from Bill Burr, nobody corrects him because we want to fuck him. Right. Until men don't want to fuck him anymore. They're 52 and they've been reading these magazines that 50 is the new 25 and they keep going because they're so desperate to keep that party going. At best, they get bailed out, but they're not happy. <clears throat> That's at best. They find some some schmo, some sucker uh, to bail them out of their student loans and then they have kids yeah. or whatever. All right. But what's more likely going to happen, you're going to see, mark my, because you can already see it happening now in my generation. There are Gen X Spencer. I almost believe the women of Gen X are going to be Generation Spencer. Uh, women are fre- to the client client. You do know women are freezing their fucking eggs now. Yeah. God, that's I mean, doesn't that tell you something about how, how wrong they are long-term going against biology? And cause I know when you're 22, it sucks. You're like, how do I get girls? What the fuck? Why are they going out with that guy? He's 40. <laughs> cause, cause now as a 40 something. Now I know why they're going out. Cause we had the money <laughs> cause we could buy him a free meal and they didn't really like us for our personality either. Also, here, here's a question for you, because I have some friends and clients who are who are getting suckered into uh, potentially marrying these women with a whole lot of sexual experience, we'll say, and all right. kinds of debt and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. They've lost their looks a lot. Right. But they're still good looking enough to get married. How do you warn them against getting married to someone like this without alienating them as a friend or a client? Can you even how, do this? How did I how did I prevent uh, varmint? Uh, oh, varmint. Yeah. How did I? How did I prevent varmint from making bad decisions? Or how did I help her to make good decisions about majoring in the right thing and avoiding debt and everything? Do you have her read your book? Is that what you did? Or no, I didn't. You don't save people, Chad. You never save people. They're gone. Man, I don't know what you could have done. <laughs> They're gone. They're gone. That's 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 one. Of, I rarely learn new lessons, but that's one I learned this year is you can't save them. All you can do is save and spare your emotion. Uh, Piggott, he had something kind of similar <clears throat> with a little one in his life, which ended up becoming a big one as they do. And just going down the wrong way. Like, and, and you don't Chad, you let them go. Yeah. Or, or you charge them such an egregious fee that they, they're paying to actually think about it. Like you shock therapy amount of it, but you, but anyway, getting back to the, to the client, there is balance in every system, economic, physical, mathematical, um, 
engineering and social, sexual, whatever you do want to call it. The women will get older. They will lose their number one commodity. Most of them will not cash in on it because you have to understand the entire economy and world is geared towards lying to these women the entire time until they no longer need them. And even then there's industries that sell them youth products and beauty products. The fuck if they're going to sell them how to be a good wife and a stay-at-home mom product, the fuck that. They will sell them lies and you get your MBA and your career and you don't need no man, fish, bicycle. And what that will happen is they will die usually poor, usually in debt, miserable, old, and above all else, this is the most painful. This is where your vengeance, the balance comes in without you having to lift the figure, Lonely. completely confused. They will have no idea why they're crying themselves to sleep. All they got is their wine and their cats. And I used to think that was shtick until you start seeing it regularly. Like, oh my God, you actually do have cats in boxed wine. Do you not realize you're a stereotype? You're a butt end of a joke now. See, I have some friends and clients. They're, you know, in their 30s, early to late 30s, most of them. And they're getting pumped and dumped by these, you know, alpha dudes off of yeah. Tinder, Bumble and everything. Sure. So, so if you're me, I know you just said you can't save them. But if you're me, is there any little hint I can drop that they're at severe risk of becoming cat ladies without, you know, offending them? Chad. You can't do it, can you? How much time, effort, money did you spend propagandizing these women to be logical, listen to reason, and evidence? How much time have you spent with them? I mean, I've spent some hours just talking to them, mainly about taxes, but I drop little nuggets. Oh, drop nuggets? Yeah. Do you spend $1.2 a year like the U.S. education industry does? Uh, if I had that amount of money, I would, uh, did, did you out. do, okay. What about the, yeah. uh, media in general? Did you drop another trillion dollars? Robert, you go female fish Ugh. bicycle. Yeah. Do you have women empowerments conferences and seminars? They do have a women's women's only CPA like conference. And oh. I, I crashed <laughs> okay. it before, but you know, a <laughs> bunch of dorky accountants. Did you, uh, do you have Hollywood on your side creating movies? No, no. In fact, I haven't seen a movie in the theater in years. I know you go think, every now and then. Do you think even if you had their ear for an hour and a PowerPoint presentation, their tax returns are from fully analyzed, they're going to listen to you? No, they're not going to listen to me. No, they're not going to listen to you. So who this, this is a lesson for both you and the client. This is the ultimate lesson for both you and the client. Who really has the problem? It's, not, it's an understandable problem. I'm not trying to be uh, mean. Who has the problem? Well, they have the problem. Like, no, 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 no. What are you saying? Women's going to women's. Men's going to chase pretty women's in youth and beauty. Who's going to accept that or not? Well, it's ultimately up to us. There you go. The client has to accept this as reality, that this is just what it is and it's out of his control. And, it, and he shouldn't take it personally. It's unfair in a certain sense. Yes, they've done nothing if you kicked, you busted your ass off. Yes, of course, that's not fair, but that's the way of the world. So stop getting so angry about stuff. We're in. Same thing with you and, and pot coin the kettle black. And, you know, it wasn't just one kid that I cared about. There's other people I cared about that I quote, try to save. No one listens. And the person who is wrong is you thinking you can save them. You're not going to. So spare yourself the pain and agony. You, me, and, and our client should all spare ourselves the pain and agony of trying to control something we don't or change an outcome that we don't. And then, two, we should save our time, certainly, 
not even waste. Even if it doesn't take that much time to like have a chat with somebody, but why waste your time? Why frustrate yourself? Why even bother? I do have younger uh, female cousins. I've really tried to explain this to, um, but yeah, when they weren't registering it. Yeah. No, I mean, and some will listen. I mean, I just had a, a client today, a nice young lady. I can't say what you want to kept it, but it was a it was a path choice. And I said, well, here's, and she, they're receptive to it, so they'll listen. But the vast majority of time, no, no. Yeah. And so uh, it may not be the solution that our client gets the praise and recognition for his hard work that he wants, but he will in the form of income, money, if he saves it, stable life, serenity, yeah. peace, not happiness. Not joy and excitement, but serenity, peace, understanding, sanity. He knows why things are happening. And what I would recommend instead, uh, especially since he comes from a different uh, country, which is more traditional, by the way, I might say, is don't worry about don't worry about these thoughts. Okay, don't worry about them. I'd recommend maybe trying to find yourself a wife or a traditional gal. If you've always wanted to have kids, go back to the home country and find one. You know, not today or tomorrow, but inevitably, if you get that, what do I want? Because then you'll be sitting at 52. You'll have uh, two little sons. You can call them Stash and Bosch, and they'll be on the way to become engineers or something like that. You'll have a wife who supported you and loved you and cared for you because that's simply just not going to, you're not going to find it in Western civilization. I mean, and this is in theory. I can't guarantee. But, and then for the long game, you're playing for the long game. Heck, you don't even have to wait till you're 52. Wait till you're 40 and it'll already become a parent. You'll, 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 and then you'll find out you'll win because when everyone dies, you'll have your family, you'll have a legacy, you'll have taught your sons and daughters to do X, Y, and Z, and hopefully they will go on. You'll have had a loving wife, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> and, and then the rest of these gals that party, oh my God, student loan, dude, I see it, I see it. 62 years old, I got student loan debts, and I think it's about time to get serious about retirement. And I got divorced, and it's like, no, it's over for them, and their lives are over. They have nobody. Yeah. So that's it's a low, slow cooking meal, and it's going to take at least a decade and a half for you to start even smelling the goodness that's coming out of that pot. But it is coming as long as you don't fuck up. As long as you don't fuck up, the rest of the world will take care of everything else for you. Oh, man, we got a few super chats. We're going to have to go quickly because at 2 o'clock, I got a chuma chuma. So let's go through them quick. Okay. Uh, let me just make sure where this starts. Okay. For $14.99 from Gino Ruffalo. Says, boom, hey. boom, boom. Go, go, go. He says, hey, Cappy and Super Chad, thanks for the great content. Here's a cigar on me. Sweet. Yeah, right. $14.99. There we go. All right. Next. Thanks, man. Uh, next is Krillin876. Hey, hey. All right. For two bucks, he says, even Pamela Anderson hit the wall. Explain yep. how hot she was. Yep. She did hit the wall. She did. The only one that hasn't who has who has still defeated the wall is Jennifer Aniston, and she will one day succumb to the wall. I thought you were going to say Sophia Loren. Uh, she succumbed. Yeah. Well, everybody does. Yep. Boom, boom. Okay, so nonstop Dre three sixty for four dollars and ninety nine cents says, "Did you see Tommy Sotomayor's film called A Fatherless America yet? Any thoughts? Are you still going to do a collaboration with him or Shakuma to spread your books?" No, I've, I've I didn't even know who Shakuma is. Uh, I tried to reach out to Tommy Sotomayor, never heard back from him, uh, and I have not seen his video. 
Uh, but the Shakuma guy or gal, I don't know who, uh, but set, hit me up, Dre. Let me know. Uh, I'll reach out to him again, but always helps. If you want me to be on somebody else's show, flog him or her with emails and say, hey, hit up this guy called Aaron Clary, blah, 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 blah asshole consulting and whatnot. Excellent. That was all I saw. Oh, good. All right. Look at that. We got that under time. Record time. Yeah. Record time. Um, got some good ones today. Real quick. You know what? I'm going to save this for the next one. Um, what is it? It's about MBAs and uh, business majors' expectations of income. What time do you have to head out? Two o'clock sharp. But I am going to wind it up here. You know, we don't, we don't have anything else. Um, plus there's like shut down time and this and that, and I gotta go put on my shoes. I mean, that's how, how tightly I got my, uh, my schedule, uh, boiled down is, you know, oh, I gotta put on shoes. We gotta load up the clubs and stuff like that. Um, yeah. that's about it. How about this? Plug your stuff. If anybody's got any other super chats, send them now. Cause we're taking off, but don't worry. We're gonna, there'll be another podcast come Friday. Well, I'm at elkinscpa.com. Um, I'm also, I've got some books on Amazon, Elkins Comprehensive Tax Guide, which I write with my dad. So um, look for those. That's really all I got. Cool. Um, I got my books, as you all know, uh, June is Worthless Degree Awareness Month. Get the book Worthless, Young Person's Indispensable Guide to Choosing the Right Major. Uh, my other book is Bachelor Pad Economics. And then there is Curse of the High IQ, Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, all that. If you've already bought them, please go write reviews and responses because with my little tiff with the activist community, uh, a couple of people wrote some fake one-star reviews. So if you could counter those with good, honest five or four or whatever star reviews, I'd appreciate it. Also, flag the fake ones. Um, and if you haven't bought those books, please do. They will help you and earn back your money. Assleconsulting.com, if you need questions that are a little bit more involved uh, than what Chad and I can answer here for three, four, five, six, seven dollars um, send me that question there, especially if you want to kept, be kept private, assleconsulting.com. And then also, if you want to help out the show, you can go to olderbrother.com. We got the links. We got the MP3 archive. We got manly stuff that I got to update. Uh, but most importantly, we have the donate page where you don't even have to donate to the, to the, uh, the Aaron Clary Fund. Because we have ways around that. The first one is there's a PayPal link. If you go to olderbrother.com slash donate, there's a PayPal link. You click on that. You donate through PayPal. And Chad, you get what for that? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. You can do that if you want, but I'd recommend not. The next best is, or the the better option than that is to go on the Patreon link there. Same website, olderbrother.com slash donate. Click on the Patreon link. And if you donate and become a Patreon member, what do you get, Chad? Oh, you have pictures of Mary Jo. I guess she didn't uh, come on the chat today. Uh, she's actually working or something. And I uploaded a new one. She sent me a, a new one, a nice little pink outfit. Ah. Yeah. So, uh, And then there's also that article that I wrote that's a brilliant piece called Sanity is the Future of Wealth. It might make you happy. So future happiness or girls' tits, I have a feeling I know why most of you guys are going to sign up for Patreon. And there's an even better option than that. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, better option than Mary Jo's tits. And that is you can do all your shopping through my Amazon affiliate link located at olderbrother.com slash donate. You click on that link. You go to Amazon. That's all you do. You just click on the link and you shop. People seem to be confused about this. You go to olderbrother.com slash donate. Click on the Amazon banner there. It takes the Amazon and you shop. And then somehow Jeff Bezos knows he came from my site and I get a 6 to 7% commission or cut on all the sales. Does that cost them anything, Chad? 
Costs them absolutely nothing. Nothing, because you're going to buy it anyway. It's all I ask that you do as a favor to old Capmeister is get into the good habit of doing all your online shopping through my Amazon affiliate link. And then, uh, and you're going to go there and you're going to shop there anyway. All you're really doing is taking the extra second of your life out of times to go to that site first and not use that damn app on your phone. That's so convenient on the app. On the it's like, fuck your app. Be a Gen X or use a computer. Um, and that's it. I think we're out of here. Uh, anything left in the super chat room? No, but just real quick, why did yeah. you put Anita Sarkeesian in uh, the? Uh, because we didn't get to it because we got too many super chats. That's, okay, no, that's uh, fair. Maybe I'll do it on the Clary podcast. I'll change it. But Anita Sarkeesian's uh, charity went bankrupt, uh, and that's. I was going to talk to to the younger sisters out there and explain to them why you know activism that's about the best you can hope for with activism please ask clary if this amazon thing works if we click on it and buy stuff that's on our saved shopping list like the <sighs> saved i don't know just go can you look look at your saved shopping list and go let me take older brother not older bother olderbrother.com slash donate PayPal, Patreon, Amazon. Click on Amazon. It takes you there. Yeah, guys, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I'm not an expert on Amazon, um, but we'll get to this MBA, um, and then the Anita Sarkeesian thing later. I, I really, if you're able to, I hope you save the MBA one for when I'm on here because I have. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll do it on on the next one. If you okay. want, we could do another podcast because I got articles. I got backed up, man. Uh, just let me know i'm around yeah because i want to take advantage of you before your next busy season starts because then then we know we won't see you you'll be submerged on a submarine mission to take out communists or whatever but well i'm um, going to i'm going to oregon for the first half of july it would be cool to do a do this when i'm there but you know we'll see about that we'll see we'll see so um yeah maybe we'll have a bonus episode later this week all right all right sounds good all right take us out chad toodles